Hi, everybody. Good morning. Uh, uh, and welcome to Conversations with Calvin, We the Species. Uh, it's Monday morning, June 27th. The reason why I'm saying the actual date, because this interview is going up today, because it's very timely. And, and it's also very special to me, because I'm with Alicia Furman and Jackie Atkins, and we're old friends. We've... Uh, We've done some stuff at NJ Discover TV. Uh, and as this unfolds, and you realize Jackie's a member of the New Jersey Hall of Fame and is the founder of New Jersey Give a Kid a Dream. And there's so much to unpack. Uh, and, the, and with Alicia Furman, we're talking about Muhammad Ali before we went on air. And, and also, to pique your curiosity, I was in the boxing ring when I was doing a story for NJ Discover with Jackie Atkins. And I have a picture, which I think I'm going to put up uh, on the promo of this, of me laying on the floor of the ring. Uh, and Jackie's standing over me with her gloves. It doesn't necessarily mean she knocked me out, but I was on the floor. I also got a chance that day to do my rope-a-dope, which Muhammad Ali didn't personally teach me, but I learned from Muhammad Ali to do rope-a-dope. Um, our, our journey has been great because... Uh, and this is such a timely, important interview because we have coming up uh, Battle uh, on the Beach, which is such a, a, an amazing event. And, and Jackie and Alicia can talk all about that uh, coming up July 9th. And that's why we're doing this to kind of alert you all out there uh, about this amazing event. It's an all day event. So there's plenty of time to go see it. Uh, and, and, and it's been such a joy and pleasure and thrill for me to have met you guys uh, uh, and, and and have some of this journey. And now to kind of talk about Battle on the Beach. Uh, so the best way to begin, uh, first of all, uh, the, the official title, uh, so you all know Jackie, I always like to do the official title. Uh, Jackie Atkins, New Jersey, Hall of Fame Boxing. She's the founder of New Jersey Give a Kid a Dream. She's the proprietor of Gleason's Jersey Shore Gym, and that's a famous gym in New York, in Long Branch, uh, an ATT exec, uh, uh, president of New Jersey Association of USA Boxing, and Alicia Furman, who's part of this whole organization. So I've done, I always call this my Johnny Carson monologue, or I didn't do any jokes, uh, <laughs> but my monologue is done, and I, I'm, I'm thrilled to we'll jump into this. Uh, I want to introduce Alicia and Jackie. Alicia, have a little background and then Jackie, a little background and we'll go from there. Sure, sure. Nice to meet you, Alvin. So much. But I work, uh, I work a day job in finance, but my passion is working with uh, the wonderful coach, Jackie Atkins. She's founder of uh, New Jersey Give a Kid a Dream, and I am a very proud board member. And the way I met Jackie was I was training with her. And wow. to meet her is to know her, right, Calvin, and to love her. And I just wanted part of what she was doing. And we've been working together ever since. Great. Jackie? Awesome. Wow, you guys have said it all. <laughs> so Jackie Atkins, I'm founder of New Jersey Give a Kid a Dream. Uh, retired from AT&T Bell Labs as an executive director of research and development. 
And I'm so grateful to have had that opportunity because I believe that the experience of being at an executive level and managing um, at that level has allowed me to build this amazing foundation. Um, my love and my passion, it's all about my youth. Um, I call them my kids um, because they truly, truly matter to me. And with all of the things I've accomplished, um, I've been a first in many. I'm the first woman president of New Jersey Boxing, the first woman inductee into the uh, New Jersey Boxing Hall of Fame, coach of the year, uh, the first woman recognized in the Martial Arts Hall of Fame as a, a boxer um, at an elite level. Um, so, so many firsts. But again, what's most important to me is the foundation. So thanks so much, Calvin, for giving us a shout out and for allowing, for sharing um, the great news about our foundation. It is great. By the way, one little anecdote uh, I wanted to throw in. Uh, um, Rereading your, your, your journey. You, by the way, um, I'm not a Hollywood person, but there's a movie there. You know? No, no, there really is a movie there. Um, uh, so if anybody's from Hollywood, truly, but uh, uh, just a little parenthetical factoid, you, you helped West Point women win two NCAA boxing championships. And to me, that's a wow. In Thanks. Addition, Thanks. In addition yeah. to the work you're doing with the kids, uh, it, it's, it's such a wow. So, uh, and this is just open or once a... Um, can you talk about the foundation, uh, New Jersey Give a Kid a Dream, just some background and, and how this was born? Sure. Um, so the, the foundation actually um, birthed over 20 years ago in New York. Um, I was doing some work with, um, who was my partner, Bruce Silverglade, Gleason's New York. And that's where New Jersey, came, well, Give a Kid a Dream came alive. Um, and that was over 20 years ago. And back in about 2012, 2013, when I opened Gleason's Jersey Shore, I saw the need to have a foundation similar here in New Jersey. Um, and I say similar because what I did recognize is yes, sport empowers our youth, but the, the need was greater than just sport. Um, so here, when we launched in New Jersey, we incorporated um, academics, uh, etiquette, social training, and many other things under the umbrella of Give a Kid a Dream. So we sort of separated uh, the foundation from the boxing component, uh, still allowing boxing as a sport to be utilized for our youth. Okay. okay. Um, what draws you to youth? Uh, there, there are so many things. Calvin, um, I guess, you know, a good answer to that is when a child walks in here and, you know, they're unable to give you eye contact, they're looking at the floor when they're speaking to you, um, they, they don't have any self-esteem, some of these children, when they come to us, they don't realize just how amazing they are. And when we're able to embrace them, and they begin training in our program and we let them know just how great they are. And you watch over time that that change take place. And all of a sudden they're giving you eye contact. And then the next thing you know, they're leading a training session. And then they're coming in and they're speaking up about things that are going on in their life and in the world. 
then you know how much of a difference and an impact that you're having. And to me, that's what's most important. So to be able to impact lives and to impact children at such a young age, there's nothing better. There's nothing greater and more rewarding than that. Um, I, I certainly agree. And, and, and the whole children thing, my wife, teacher for 30 years, fourth grade. So there's that, um, even this osmotic effect. Uh, a little off topic before we went on air, uh, Alicia and I um, kind of, I don't know how it came up, but uh, we found that we share this great uh, love of Muhammad Ali. And we were talking about uh, how we wound up talking about uh, his funeral in the, in the eulogy that Billy Crystal did. Um, and, 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 and it's not that everybody sees that or knows about that, but that was, um, pretty cool Yes, that we talked about that. Um, and, and your favorite part was my favorite my, part. Yeah. So my favorite part is when Billy Crystal's telling the story, how Muhammad asked him to go play golf with him. And Billy had to explain to him that he couldn't go because they didn't allow Jews there. And that was the last time Muhammad went there too. Yeah. It was um, pretty amazing that whole, uh, and, and every couple of months when I want to get, and, and, you know, I need a little jolt of inspiration. Um, I, I, I watch that. Um, I watch that. I also watch uh, Jim Valvano mm -hmm. giving a speech right before he passed away at the uh, ESPYs, uh, the ESPYs. ESPN Awards, and he's talking about you know his journey, his life, uh, his work. Um, you know, you 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 kind of reach out for inspiration, and and that's a it's a, a good segue. Inspiration. So, what inspires you most, you guys, about the work you're doing with kids? Jackie, you want me to take this one? I'll I'll let you go for it. So. You know, I sort of stay in the background, just as you see me right now, right? Jackie's in the gym and I'm in my office plugging away. But it's so, in, every day I wake up and I, I get a great picture from Jackie about our youth or I hear a great story. And it just, it keeps us so focused on the importance, especially today, it's so much difference in the world. But here we're all, everybody's the same here. And we're all working for the same thing. And the kids keep us so grounded and so focused. And we're just so grateful to them and to the work that we do. Truly, it's like, if you do what you love, it's not work, right, Jack? We never, I mean, we do get tired sometimes, but we never feel like we're working. We love it. And, and, and kind of a turning this around. So what lessons, I mean, you teach your kids, but what lessons do you get from your kids? You give them lessons, but what lessons do you get from these kids? Mm. Oh, they teach us much. Um, our children teach us, well, when they share their view of what's going on in the world, you know, there's a lot to be learned from that when you're looking at it from a, the view of a child. You know, when they come here, I tell them they're family. They're all one. They're all great. They're all equal. Um, and we have a diverse uh, group of, of youth here. And when they see what's going on in the world, they come here and they tell me, coach, you know, this is like the only safe place. There aren't many safe places in the world. Wow. You know, when you hear that from a child, wow. you know, it's like, wow. 
Um, it, it just, it, we know it's going on, but you don't understand the impact of it until you hear those words from a child. When they tell me that, you know, they're fearful, you know, being in this world and, and growing up in this world. Um, when they tell me about the things they experience day to day, even in school, you know, it just helps me to understand the needs and it drives, it gives me that drive and that determination to do more and to make sure that I tell more people about, hey, this is what they need. This is what our youth are going through. So they really put things in perspective when you look at world issues and, and the way we behave as adults. And they really give me what I need to continue pushing forward and also to grow and to expand. You know, this organization now, um, we're located in Monmouth County. We also have a branch now in North Jersey and Wayne at Legacy Boxing. Um, right now we've launched in Atlantic County in Atlantic City. Yeah. Um, so there, there's just such a need. And I'm actually, we're having some discussions with folks in Maryland and the DC area. Yeah. And again, it doesn't matter what you call the program. It's understanding that this template and the work we're doing, it's needed and it works. It, it truly works and it helps our youth. Wow, that's great growth. Wow. Um, what do you what do you guys do to feed your soul? To kind of energy, you know, to feed your soul, to to energize yourselves in this journey of yours. First one, I, Jackie. One of the many things that Jackie and I share in our sisterhood is our spirituality. And truly, like we start every morning with a prayer and good thoughts, and we we put out what we hope to get back, and and we truly do, and we're very grateful for that. And we, one thing we always say when we thank somebody for a donation or we thank somebody for showing up is, we truly are aware of every dollar spent, of every good thought that comes our way. We say it all the time, and we we truly mean it. We don't exist without. Uh, the goodness of people, truly, in, in whatever form, whether that be monetary or not, because not everybody is in that situation. But it, it all makes a difference. So I, I would say that spirituality and staying grounded is really what what feeds us. And and we have a nice sisterhood. It's Jackie and myself and a few other amazing, amazing, just so happens to be women. Um, but we have, we keep each other inspired, truly. Right, Jack? Yes. Yeah, and, and that really sums it up. Um, having that the network and having the sisterhood, you know, there are days where, you know, I could go 14, 16 hours a day and I'll, I'll receive a message from one of my sisters and just out of the blue saying, hey, Jack, and just something inspiring. And we, we just share so many things. And I often share those things with, with our children. So we keep each other grounded and we show up in the manner that we expect our children to show up. You know, we give 100% and everyone on this team gives all of themselves. They pour everything they have into this mission and into this foundation. And I couldn't ask for anything more. You know, you, you mentioned spirituality. Um, it's one of my favorite words. Uh, I'm not plugging myself, but I just finished my I, I call it my life's journey in writing my second novel. Um, uh, it's been edited. I'm now going through the process of looking through an agent, which I hate. Uh, hate, uh, but whatever. Uh, but anyway, the title is called "There's a, a, a There's a Tortoise in My Hair." Semicolon: A Journey to Spirit. Uh, it, it's it's called autofiction, 
meaning it's an autobiography, but fictionalized, but it's really me. Uh, but I, I, I wanted to fictionalize things because I don't want to get in trouble. So everything is fictionalized in there, especially I don't want to get in trouble with the lady in the kitchen uh, <laughs> out there. So um, I fictionalized it. But it, it's my journey to spirit, the stuff that's happened to me spiritually, you know, you can't make up. And it's kind of haunting. Uh, and it keeps happening. And, and some of the stuff is, is so in it. And I'm just a regular guy. You know, I'm just a, a Monmouth County, Jersey guy. But it's some of the spiritual stuff has is, is been so fascinating. So when I listen to you guys talking about spirit, um, it, it, it it's great. Uh, I'm, I'm so, you know, kind of magnetized. So um, before we move on to battle on the beach, uh, just a, a quick off topic. Uh, you don't have to answer it. Uh, both of you, you can. Uh, it's a one word answer. Or you, you can use a few words. But here it goes. Uh, I love this question. Um, but anyway, you don't have to answer it. Uh, so excluding family or friends, somebody living or dead you'd like to spend a day with. Hey. <laughs> Alicia? Yeah, definitely. It would be Muhammad Ali for me. He's I, one I, I figured that. I, I would have really loved to meet him. I figured that. I, I actually, I said that. I, I know the answer already, but uh, Jackie. If there's well, more the than one, one, that's okay. There's no rules here. <laughs> well, I, I was blessed to spend a day with Nelson Mandela, so he, wow. that, he would have been one of my responses. Wow. Um, Muhammad Ali, of course, would have been one. I did meet his daughter and his wife. I, you know, I met him in passing, but I was never able to just, just sit down and have a conversation. And uh, that would have been a blessing. And then also another um, great leader, Malcolm X. Yep. Uh, I've watched... Uh, I've watched Denzel Washington, uh, you know, the bio. I've watched it a couple of times. Uh, um, great man. Well, they're all great. Um, so great answers. Great <laughs> answers. So now uh, let's talk about battle on the beach coming up July 9th, one o'clock. It's an all day event. Uh, I think it's the sixth annual that's coming up. Um, so exactly. talk about it. Let's, this is why we're here. <laughs> Alicia, you want me to take that one? <laughs> okay, so Battle on the Beach, um, amazing, amazing event. It's being held on the Great Lawn in Long Branch, New Jersey, um, right on the beachfront. Uh, we set a boxing ring up in uh, the parking area by the little amphitheater there. And imagine a view of the boardwalk and the ocean uh, behind the boxers. Uh, we have anywhere from 20 to 25 bouts. Um, this year, it's been very challenging to keep it under 30. Uh, so next year, we know we have to do a two-day event because um, we're truly, everyone wants to participate. It's just that great. Um, the winners are uh, receive a belt, the Give a Kid a Dream uh, Championship belt, which again is uh, something remarkable um, for them to put in their, their uh, championship uh, vault. Um, what else can I say? Just amateur boxers. The boxers are from age eight 
to, I, I don't even look to put a ceiling on it because we do have master boxers who could range anywhere from 40 um, to 74 years of age. Uh, I'm hoping that we can get our 74 year old boxer on there this year, if we can find him a match um, because he's uh, very much a supporter of our organization and he's an oh. amazing. Boxer. <laughs> Uh, so just, you know, we'd love for everyone to come out. We do have vendors, um, and we do have some world championship boxers that will be in attendance. Um, I know this year, uh, for sure, we have Iran Barkley attending, wow. uh, Mark Greeland, um, Junior wow. Poison Jones, wow. um, usually Derek Poppy Rowland is there. And I'm not sure who else is going to be coming because, um, there is a, an organization uh, run by Milt LeBron where he brings in championship boxers and their memorabilia to support events such as Battle on the Beach. Um, so that's it. Have I left anything out? Um, you could go to our website also to get more information. And I know Calvin will do a great job of sharing links to our sites. So if you're interested in joining us for the day. Yeah. The only thing I would add is uh, first bout is scheduled for 1 p.m., things are buzzing before then. So it's really fun to come and watch the boxers training pre-fight and stuff. It's a great day at the beach and there'll be food trucks. And like Jackie said, it's really a fun day out with the family. So if you're around, definitely stop by. It's a great day. It, it, it is a great day. Um, how, um, this is important. I really want to get this out. How, uh, is is New Jersey Give a Kid a Dream and, and all this funded? Talk about funding, which is so important. Yeah, so we really, we truly rely on the generosity of our community and the folks in our community. We're a very, you know, I always say we're a very humble, uh, grounded foundation and we truly do survive on generosity. Um, it should be no noted that most of our trainers and those of us are involved, we, we really show up just because we want to be there. Um, so we, you know, we do unfortunately always have to talk about money, right? And, and we do rely um, on the generosity, mostly of our local businesses, um, our local governments. Um, and, you know, we use grants and, and, and local families that believe in what we do. And we're very grateful for them. Okay. Um, and, and again, if people want to get involved emotionally, financially, uh, uh, I'll have certainly all the, the sites and I'll keep on throwing this out there. Uh, we discussed before we went on air, trying to win the minds and get people's attention and pull them away from this, this thing called TikTok and get them. And, and uh, but I, you know, I can't say enough and I've been to events uh, I remember actually we have a picture of the three of us sitting on the, the yep. steps of a boxing ring. It's one of my favorite pictures. Me uh, too. People would think I'm uh, a great boxing enthusiast. Yeah, I have a little anecdotal story to tell you. Um, it, it, it's a boxing story, but it goes back to the 1950s, and and I was in day camp, and we used to have to uh, we used to have to. Uh, we played bombardment this game before camp every day and, and being 10 or 11, whatever I was, uh, I was a very good dodger and I wouldn't try to catch the ball. I was afraid. And the counselor said to me, you're ruining the game. You have to try to catch it. Uh, if you don't, if you don't make an attempt, you're going to, at the end of camp, you're going to box the biggest, toughest, 
kid in camp whose name was Howard Jackson. I still remember that. It's you know 60 years ago. Uh and and uh, I was petrified because he was way bigger than me, way bigger than me, and 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 way older than me. And now I'm gonna have to box him. So I, I was more afraid of the ball, catching the ball, than I was boxing Howard Jackson. And so I didn't catch the ball, and the council said at four o'clock today, you're gonna box Howard Jackson. So we went. Um the next thing we did is we went down to Wheat Break Park in Newark uh, and played baseball. And after that, all the kids in the camp hop onto a bus. You know, it was inner city camp kind of stuff. And we would go to a, a we'd go swimming. So when no one was looking, I was so petrified that I would have to box a kid who was bigger and tougher than me. Uh, that when no one was looking, I hid in the bushes. And the bus filled up and went to swimming and I stayed in the bushes and I walked home crying the whole time, hysterical crying, because I was so petrified that I had to box and I didn't know how to box. Um, and the following day, my mother went to camp and, and, and the counselor got fired. The postscript to the story, uh, Jackie and Alicia, is uh, about 20, 25 years later, I, I bumped into that Howard Jackson fella who was wanted to box me. And I was now three times the size of him and outweighed him by a hundred pounds. Uh, but I was a gentleman. I, I didn't, um, I didn't uh, pursue it any further. But anyway, that's a, my, my boxing story. Um, so we, we know how people can get in, involved emotionally, financially, help be there. Uh, it's, it's really great stuff. It's so New Jersey. It's so perfect. It's the shore. Um, looking ahead, what is it, you know, next year kind of look like for you guys and, and the things you're doing? I know you mentioned, you know, you're growing Atlanta County, Wayne. Um, um, yeah, you know, basically, um, Calvin, understanding the need, the need is growing and we need to grow, you know, um, just being able to impact more youth in throughout New Jersey and outside of New Jersey now as well. Um, we have a model that works, you know, our results, we are results oriented and we do measure and track our success and our successes are many. Uh, this year, I'm so proud to say that 100% of our youth have graduated and elevated to the next grade. Wow. Um, and they have met their academic goal, which was 80 percentile or greater. So that's huge, um, you know, especially when you're, you know, dealing with COVID and, and our youth being out of school more so than they were in school. Um, the hybrid model that we created during that time, um, that's one of the reasons we were successful. We didn't lose sight of our youth and their needs during COVID, you know, uh, and, and during COVID, you know, I mean, it was a very rough time, but being able to use Zoom and all of the tools um, allowed us to reach children that were outside of the U.S. You know, we had children in St. Lucia and uh, in other states that, that joined in on the training. So, you know, all I can say is, is growth and, and being able to do more and impact more um, and just rolling this model out wherever the need is. You know, in New Jersey, yes, there's definitely a need for more growth, more funding. Um, at some time, you know, in the near future, we need to be able to provide transportation. Some of our families are unable to get our youth to us. 
you know, so being able to to get youth from different towns here to Long Branch where we physically are, are, are sat is important. Um, and then, you know, launching, having our own building, having our own site where we can grow and we can create an environment um, conducive to the work that we're doing. Um, th there's just so much. I mean, my vision is it's, it's vast, <laughs> you know, um, I don't believe in limitations. I don't believe in boundaries. And that's what I teach to our children. And that's, you know, pretty much the way I view Give a Kid a Dream, you know, no boundaries. Um, right now we're looking at launching some vo vocational training. You know, not all of our, our youth are, you know, headed to a four-year college. Some of them are very talented with trades. So being able to provide them with that training and, uh, you know, um, fund that training for them, offer them scholarships. There's, there's a lot to do, Calvin. So we have great work to do. And the next uh, three to five years, uh, we plan on accomplishing quite a bit. That's that's a great way to kind of, uh, uh, you know, your legacy, both your legacies and what you're doing. Uh, uh, it, it's so it's so needed. It, it's so needed because we live in kind of a crazy world. Right. And, and, uh, and I, I, you know, I taught at Rutgers. I was able to teach at Rutgers a, a couple of years ago. It was one of the great gifts of my life to be asked to teach uh, at Rutgers University. Uh, without any teaching background. So I taught for a semester uh, and I interacted with young people uh, and, and I learned a tremendous amount about young people. And I also learned, and in, in, in this ties into your, your legacy, that more so now than ever before in the history of the world, young people are going to need more help and support and understanding of just what you're doing than ever before for all kinds of reasons. So that's, you know, you're, you know, you expounded on your legacies and what you're doing. Um, so any quick comments and uh, to wrap up and talking about Battle on the Beach, uh, anything to kind of wrap up? Well, I just want to say for those who aren't able to attend Battle on the Beach, um, if that's a one time, once a year event, um, the work continues beyond battle. So, you know, if you're interested in joining this amazing team and the word amazing, it doesn't even define the folks that, that partner and make this happen. But if you're just interested in joining at any level, you know, not just fundraising, volunteering, or, you know, you can provide your help remotely. You know, maybe you have some ideas on how, you know, we can do more. Please reach out to us, you know, please reach out. And and I'm, I would tell people if you're floating around Long Branch, go stop in at Gleason's gym. Uh, yes, it's it's real. It's a real old-fashioned modern gym. It's a great experience. I mean, I loved being there, uh, and I even loved being in the ring with you. Um, <laughs> so, um, so again, I I battle on the beach. Uh, everybody uh, get a chance to see you guys. Uh, Truly. Uh, so I want to thank you both, Alicia, Jackie, uh, for your time, your passion, your energy for the work you do, which is so needed and, and spending some time here. And of course, come back. You know, we did a, a TV show a couple of years ago at NJ Discover TV. Uh, and I'll even have that link for people to see. So uh, again, anytime come back because I just sit here 
you know, 18 hours a day in this chair, which is worn out. So please come back and, and um, we'll see you at Battle on the Beach. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for always being in our corner. Always. That's a, that's a Thanks, Calvin. Yes. Uh, you guys be well and see you soon, uh, July 9th. Thank you.